Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What is up, Dub Nation? Brady Klopfer here with Golden State of Mind. We're here to... Talk about the Warriors game with the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday night. A wild game, a weird game, uh, a fun game, even though the end result was very bad, truthfully. Um, so before the game in his pregame uh, press conference, Steve Kerr talked about, he was, you know, he was, someone asked him if, if this was a big game, you know, nationally televised, playing the Suns who had the best record in the NBA a year ago. A lot of people expected the two teams to meet in the conference finals, which didn't happen. And obviously another team that's poised to be near the top of the Western Conference standings, potentially a team that uh, the Warriors will have to face if they want to repeat as NBA champions. And Steve Kerr's answer was basically no, it's not a special game. He, you know, He said they were excited to play a good team because you always want to do that and you know see how you match up against a good team. But Kerr said it's the fourth game of the season. It's not going to mean anything at the end of the year. It's just the fourth game of the season. It's a chance for us to get better. And it's fun to play a good team, but, but that's it. It doesn't really mean anything. Not anything special. And then the game happened, and I think it's safe to say that the players did not agree with Steve Kerr on that assessment Um, uh, because this game was intense from from the get-go it was intense on both sides it was uh, aggressive it was chippy it was feisty there was trash talking there was there were hard fouls there were just a lot of fouls in general, I mean, the Warriors committed 28 fouls. Um, it was just, it felt like a playoff game. Thankfully for the Warriors, it wasn't a playoff game because um, they got their asses kicked. But it had that that playoff feel where it felt like every bucket mattered. It felt like every possession was a, a fight. It felt like all the players were deeply invested in besting the other and it was a lot of fun for that reason, even though the Warriors ended up, again, getting their asses kicked. So, it, it was an odd first quarter. Uh, the Warriors' offense was okay, but um, the defense, again, atrocious. Just atrocious in the first quarter, and in the first half in general. Um, they gave up 37 first quarter points. So their last three games, they've given up 40 36 and 37 in the first quarter, and they've given up 70 or more points in the half in their last three games. That's ri- ridiculous for a, for a team, for any team, honestly, but especially for a team that uh, prides itself on its defense. They had the second best defense in the league last year. Probably would have been the first, the best defense in the league last year had Draymond Green not missed so many games with an injury. It 
the defense is just bad right now. Um, and I'm not entirely sure where to where to point. Draymond Green is playing pretty good defense, but we're not used to seeing a Draymond Green defense not be really good. Uh, he has that kind of Steph Curry ability to just kind of elevate everyone around him, and, and it's rare for uh, a Draymond Green defense to not be great. Um, but they're pretty decent when he's on the court, uh, and he's playing well. Andrew Wiggins has, has kind of been had a few down moments, but for the most part, I feel like he's been pretty good on that end. Same with Kevon Looney. Um, Clay's been really rough. It, it's just been a tough start to the year for him. He he still looks like he's trying to round into form, and, and that's to be expected, but it, it's really shown on the defensive end. And the bench is just atrocious defensively, um, it, especially with these lineups that Steve Kerr is playing. And, and this isn't even a knock on the lineups because uh, this is by design. They're trying to tow the, the two-timeline thing and play a lot of youngsters, develop them together, stuff like that. You can disagree with that if you want, and in many ways I do, but it's a dip, that's a different debate to be having um, than this one, which is, you know, if, if they're going to do that, they're at least being intentional about it, and the result is that they're playing a lot of bad defenders. Um, you know, Jordan Poole, pretty decent offensive game in this one, 17.6-12 shooting, 5 assists to so just one turnover. Really bad defensive game. James Wiseman, again, did some good things on offense. 5 of 8 shooting, 2 and 2 in free throws, 12 points in 18 minutes. Disaster on defense, absolute disaster. Um, Jonathan Kaminga didn't play till the second half. Bad, bad defense. Uh, Ty Jerome played a little bit, bad defense. Moses Moody, the best of the, of the bench group for sure. Moses Moody and Jim Michael Green, the two that can kind of hold it together a little bit on, on that end. But even so... Um, they weren't particularly good on defense. Uh, Moody, I thought, was actually pretty good in this one. Um, anyway, the defense is awful right now. Um, hopefully, my guy Joe Veray, who, who writes at the site and does great breakdowns, hopefully you read them, goldstateofmind.com, check it out. Uh, hopefully he does a breakdown on just what's going wrong with this defense, because I think we could all benefit from reading that and learning about why this isn't working. Um, but they pulled it together in the second quarter. Still bad defense. They gave up 35 points, but they scored 37. Steph Curry started to go off a little bit. Uh, Curry finished the game. His lowest scoring game of the season, 21 points, but he had 7 rebounds and 8 assists and had just one turnover. Not the most efficient game for him, um, but but still definitely their best player. He and Draymond were, real, were good in this game. And um, I'm not sure you can say that about anybody else. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I'm I'm not sure where you would where you would want to look if you were looking for another player who played well. Maybe Kevon Looney. Uh, Jordan Poole, you know, decent offensive game. I guess you, you could point to him. Moses Moody was, was pretty decent, too. All right, so there, there were some okay, there were some decent games. But Steph and Dre were the only two who, like, were 
clearly positive forces in this game. And, and Steph started to catch fire in, in that second quarter. Warriors scored 37 points. It was close going into the half. And then the third quarter happened, and all hell broke loose. Uh, it's when the game started to really get chippy, really get interesting. Um, it started with uh, Draymond Green driving, attempting a layup, getting hit by DeAndre Ayton, who really jumped into him to contest a shot and got him with the body. Not at all an up-and-down movement. Pretty easy foul call. You know, that's, that's one that refs are usually making with their eyes closed. And it went uncalled. Draymond lost it, picked up a technical foul. Steve Kerr lost it, picked up a technical foul. I made the mistake of um, praising Draymond Green and Steve Kerr for those technical fouls on the Golden State of Mind Twitter account, saying that I thought it was a really good time to get a technical foul. It's, it was an egregious call. You breathe some life into the team. There's still enough time left in the game that it potentially has a chance to influence the way that it's officiated uh, going forward. And none of that happened. Instead, things just got chippier and chippier. Um, there were some technical fouls on the Suns along the way, and then came the real excitement, which was uh, Clay Thompson and Devin Booker started jawing at each other quite a bit. A lot of talking, a lot of talking. Finally, we got to a dead ball, and they kept talking, and they picked up double technicals. Uh, Clay and Mikhail Bridges, you know, kind of bumped into each other, shoved each other a little bit. Clay went back to the bench, started yelling either at the Suns bench or at Ed Malloy, the referee. I'm not sure which one. Either way, Ed Malloy gave him his second technical foul. It was the first time in Clay's career that he has been ejected. Uh, he walked off the court yelling at the Suns bench. Um, smiling, not like, you know, this is Clay Thompson we're talking about. He wasn't like violently yelling at them. It wasn't like, you know, angry. It was, it was big-headed. It was arrogant. Uh, he, he was smiling. He was pointing at his wrist as though to ask if they were going to show up this time when it matters most, which they obviously did not do last year. Um... And then the Suns rattled off an 11-0 run and quickly put the game away and dominated the rest of the third quarter, dominated the fourth quarter, won by 29 points, 134 to 105. It wasn't close at all for the fourth quarter. They, the Warriors made a little bit of a run with their second unit, and then some of the starters came back in. Steph Curry made a three that cut it to 12 points with seven and a half minutes left, uh, and then the Suns answered again, and it was never close again after that. Um, there's something else on that Clay Thompson note I want. Oh, so we don't know what Booker said to kind of set off Clay, and I'm curious if we do find out. Uh, but Booker did uh, confirm with the media that Clay's trash talk was primarily centered around the four rings that uh, he now has. Um, that he was, I believe, Booker's words, where he kept saying it over and over and over. Um, and it, it's one of those funny ones where it's a reminder that these are high-level athletes. They're competitive in a way that we, most of us, cannot fathom, cannot relate to. 
Um, and so it was kind of funny, you know, seeing them go at it, seeing them upset with each other, getting feisty. It set off a little bit of a firestorm on Twitter, and there were so many Suns fans and Warriors fans going at each other. Devin Booker fans going at Warriors fans, going at Clay Thompson fans, uh, and really just this animosity of you know two different sides being pitted against each other. And so then it was very funny because it, you know the game was nationally tele- televised; it was on TNT. Um, and they're talking with Devin Booker on the court immediately after the game, and they asked him about it, and. What he said, I'm paraphrasing here, I don't have the quote directly in front of me, uh, but what he said was, I love Clay Thompson. I've loved him since day one. When I came into the league, I said I wanted to be Clay Thompson. And just because of that doesn't mean we're going to not fight hard against each other, doesn't mean we're not going to trash talk, but I love the guy. And I have no doubt that Clay. Clay would say something very similar about Booker and, and will say something similar the next time uh, he meets with the media. Um, so just your friendly reminder that a lot of these things in the NBA, it's kind of like siblings, you know, there might be some fighting, but it, it's love at the end of the day. Um, and, and that's just how they operate as competitors. They're going to get into it with each other. They're going to get in each other's faces. Um, We've been watching Draymond Green for a decade now. We, we should all know that that uh, just because you're trash-talking someone doesn't mean you actually dislike that person. So I'll be interested to hear Clay's uh, take on that story. But as it is, the Warriors head back home. This was their first road game. It was just a one-game road trip. They're heading back home to face the Miami Heat at home on Thursday before they then embark on a longer road trip. They're just 2-2 two and two now. Um, their offense looks a lot better than it did last year. Their defense looks atrocious relative to last year. They got some things to figure out on that end, and whether it's effort, schematic, or just something they're going to have to deal with if they insist on playing these young players 15 to 20 minutes a night, uh, we'll see. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you soon.